I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gunai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Tell me you love me. Today's episode is brought to you by the current Justin Bieber ever that I have re-entered. Oh my God. So, you know how there's like the segment things that aren't embarrassing, things that we find embarrassing that shouldn't be embarrassing. I want to bring that episode to you soon. We need to get my bestie on to be a special guest, but she's feeling shy. She's not ready to jump on the potty yet, but we'll bring that to you because I know that it'll be freaking hilarious once we get on and record that. But I also saw this other segment the other day of someone literally like exposing themselves of all the most embarrassing things that they've ever experienced. And it's quite fitting for today's episode. We've talked about Justin Bieber. We're going to be talking about situationships. We're going to merge the two together. And embarrassing moment that I may as well expose myself for is circa 2015 at my cousin's wedding. Again, like I've been diehard Justin Bieber forever. So I should never be handed a microphone. Wow, iconic. Ironic. When I've had a few many few too many drinks. You guys want me to do an, a podcast episode when I've had a few drinks. Wow, this episode is already so rogue. But you will regret it. Trust me, you will regret it. So anyway, circle back to the wedding. I'm very underage at this point also. I've had a few to drink as I was a bridesmaid. So, you know, we'd been on the champers from an early morning. This is late into the reception. Somehow I have the microphone in my hand and must have had the next song ready to go and it was going to be JB of V. But I've gone on to the microphone and I've stopped the crowd and I've said, we're going to do it like when I say Justin, you say Bieber, Justin. Silence. Crickets. Bieber. Justin, silence. Everyone's so confused, literally pissing themselves, laughing at me. And the only person in the room that knew what I doing, what I was doing, was my other JB diehard fan cousin. So I literally spent the rest of the night depressed, with my head on the table, crying nearly, pretty much, because I was a very drunk. And be shattered. Most embarrassing moment of my life. And my cousin's husband has never let that live me down. I, my brain is completely scattered. It's complete scat right now. So you're getting the most unhinged episode I've ever released. And I've already exposed such a huge traumatic experience for me. But this is the level we're getting to 
I've decided to really rip the bandaid off and let's get deep and into the goss, into the tea. Like, I know you guys are here for the self-development vibes, the design vibes, the high-end business running vibes. I'm just throwing random words out there that none of this is making sense. It's been a very, very, very hot day and even though I've pretty much, I had a meeting this morning, I've pretty much been inside under the air conditioner working all day, I decided that I needed to record this episode on this particular day because the rest of the week I am not going to have a spare second to record instead it's valentine's just been valentine's day week so even though it's very far off my radar i have still thought this could be a fun episode because you either on valentine's day or around this time are talking about relationships or being single as fuck and I am the latter, so let's talk about it because I know I'm not the only one. First things first, I want to address this. I am very, very, very content in my single era right now. Like, and I'm not just being the person that says that. Like, I'm pretty much like like loving life right now. And I go through definitely go through phases where I'm just like oh my God, it'd be so nice to have a boyfriend just to be able to like do things with them, offer them to like make me a coffee and bring it to bed in the morning, blah, 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 blah. But just at the moment, the way my work life is and my schedule and my routine, I'm just really focusing on myself and it's really, really good. And it's funny when you do start doing a lot of things for yourself how much you can sort of like zoom everything else out and be like, that doesn't even matter. And I'm quite content and independent and like that I don't have to really compromise my life or I don't really have to like consider anyone else most of the time with my decisions in my life. So I like it that way at the moment and everything's working out for me really well at the moment. And you know what they say, sometimes when you're just living your life, doing your thing, focusing on yourself, the right person comes along. So hey, look, we're not closed, we're not blocking it, we're actually just probably being in a more receptive energy for it because I'm doing the things I love, focusing on myself, my health, my wealth, my mind, my body, everything, then I'm going to mirror someone who also does the same, fingers crossed. Anyway, again, don't care, don't worry, got no time frame on that. We're living, we're sliving. And also, I'm not even in an era where I'm like trying to just like have fun, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't really even want to have have fun, is in brackets, is in, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, you know, like, I'm not even in that stage. I'm just like, nah, I can't be bothered with that, even. Like, it's just like, Who's got the energy for that? Because the next day is never fun, you know? It might seem fun in the moment, but the next day is never fun. And I've got shit to do. So I am really single celibate error. <laughs> Let's be real. 
that's that's the real that's the reality of my life right now. I'm being transparent. This is what we're all about. Okay, it's my 100% reality for me, and it's great. I'm having fun because I just have to think about me, think about what I'm doing each day, and just take it as it comes. It's a vibe. So. We're going to actually have to go down memory lane to talk about today's topic because that's where it is. It's in the past, the mems, reflection, and it's great to have this opinion later on when things have panned out in your life and you didn't end up dating that person you thought was the love of your life. It's funny because I was literally on the weekend talking about this to my cousin about, I don't even know how or why I brought it up, but I was just talking to her about a particular person. Oh, I remember. <laughs> That's quote, that quote where it's just like, whilst you're getting like hotter, more successful, glowing up, growing up, doing all the big things, he is literally balding. And that's just like the most iconic thing because it's just like, lol, you are literally getting hotter you're having a glow up, you're freaking killing it, sis. And he or they or them or they, I said they, her, him, they, them, is probably balding or their life's probably getting worse. And you're, you're not missing anything. Trust me, you're not missing anything. They're the ones that are missing out. So yeah, I was reflecting back on this particular person that when I was in Melbourne, in my very young, innocent days, I was literally 18 and I was very innocent at 18 and in high school, trust me, did not play up. I was a good girl. And in Melbourne, I was quite like basic too. Like I didn't go out that much, definitely not like on weeknights or on school nights when I was at uni, like I was really focused on my studies. My best friend used to say, you act like you're studying medicine, Alyssa. And I honestly had that much homework to do all the time. It wasn't funny. And I was at uni, like a nine to five job, like it was fucked. So I didn't really think about going out, partying and doing all those other things that you do when you're 18 and you've moved to the city to go to uni and have the time of your life. So occasionally I would go out on the weekends like it it was often but like you know it was with my housemates or if we had something on and I was always with older people and I went out this particular night because my a lot of my cousins who all lived in Melbourne played women's footy and they won their first grand final and it was such an awesome day so they were obviously going out to celebrate that night And it was a Sunday and I usually would have uni at 8.30 the next day. And this particular afternoon, I got an email from my teacher saying, like tomorrow morning's class has been cancelled. I won't be able to make it in. So that meant I didn't have to go into uni until like after lunch that Monday. So I like had the morning to be hungover and like sleep in. So I was like, all right, I'm going out and celebrating with these chicks. So... It was such a fun night. Like I was obviously blind as. Now that I think about it, I literally was drinking like VBs at pre's. And this is when I was 18. Wow, I've been a VB girly for longer than I thought. So 
So no wonder I was smashed and having the best time. That's what VBs do to you. They get you drunk and you have fun. Anyway, I met this particular guy this night and we'd locked eyes on the D floor. It was on. It was on. He literally would not let me leave that night when I was like, okay, I've got to go. My Uber's here. Peace. Like, whatever. Followed me out of the club, <laughs> out of the pub, actually. It was a pub. And asked for my number, whatever. Did the whole thing, like, called me straight away. I was like, dude, I've given you my legit number. Anyway, we proceeded to talk nonstop for, like, days. And we caught up a couple weeks later. He came and picked me up up after a night I was out one night and he drove me home and he stayed the night again nothing happened we'll very much just like hook like this making out that was it that was as far as it ever went and then we like talked so much and I was obviously catching feels for this guy we were like besties we just had a lot in common we had good banter like he was my he was my guy and so I thought then we got to New Year's and we're both going to a music festival so like obviously we're both aware that we're going to be there with like our own friends whatever and um I ended up going like a couple days later like I was only going for like two days and he might have been there for the full four days or something so I like met him there that day I got there like that night or whatever and he was being such a dick such a dick that night and I was like why are you being like this like you talk to me you're like really nice or whatever to be honest there'd been a thousand red flags looking back it makes me honestly want to vomit if I ever read back out messages which of course I've done that just to realize how dumb I was anyway not my fault never had dealt with a narcissist before actually that's a lot I had anyway so <laughs> I'm literally like was being such a pick me girl ill and I ended up like cracking the shits at him and walking off by myself at a music festival and passed out in the portaloo and then I went back to the camp don't know how I found it mum I know you're freaking out right now but I survived okay I survived all right I'm not that silly I survived then obviously when you're at a music festival like you've got no power so like you turn your phone off so that you don't like lose your battery or whatever so anyway I've passed out in bed have have had the best sleep mind you woke up the next morning turn my phone on to like a billion messages and missed calls from this guy who's freaked out to where I've gone and he's claimed he went looking looking for me whatever and then of course does the whole like come back where it's like oh like I like sorry if I upset you whatever anyway saw him again the next day again he totally fucked me over said he was going to meet me at this particular spot and like left me with my friends and then I like waited for him at this spot at like midnight and he never came to it and I was like you're a dick anyway he was just basically making out to me that he did not want anything which was true, which is what the reality of it was. And we continued to message a bit that summer and we obviously, like, I was coming to terms with the fact that this guy wasn't interested. But he's like, I still want to be friends. I don't want to lead you on. Blah, blah, blah. I still like talking to you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, can you not be like this? Like, can we just cut it off? 
we proceeded to talk for a long time and then it was quite obvious that he was like still seeing people and I was like okay cool I still love you <laughs> I didn't love him but like I was definitely obsessed and then yeah I ended up having to like slowly pull back and I felt like it was just one of those friendships that just went on and on and on and I was like can we stop talking but also it was like that comfort person anyway and we always sort of seemed to just know what was going on in each other's life but at the same time he was so so narcissistic to me and it was so icky he was horrible really and anyway I saw a photo of him recently he's like he moved away out of Melbourne which I also obviously moved away from Melbourne too so when that happened I was like okay closing that door big time like letting go of the possibility of anything ever happening which I should have done a long time before that and then he's now like with somebody has a house and has a baby and I'm just like good on you he's also bald so we've really missed that one but anyway at the end of the day I like as horrible as I look back and feel like that person treated me I don't have any hate for him like I always 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 look back on situations ships with a full heart because I'm just like that person was a learning part of my journey like I met that person for a reason there was a lot of like alignment when I, when we met and everything and I learned a lot from him I learned a lot about the way people and men can treat you and in a bad way and how to respond I also learned a lot about myself and overcame a lot within myself in that time and looking back like I don't regret anything I don't regret the way I sort of like reacted or the things I said like I always was so kind to him always like made it really clear like what my feelings and intentions were and he just proceeded to like lead me on even though he didn't want anything so like at the end of the day yeah I got hurt and that's that but it's not my first rodeo and it wouldn't be my last either so Prior to that, I was obviously, before I moved to Melbourne, had a shit situation where I just, looking back, I'm like, oh, again, I'm so dumb, but that was just young and innocent. But I remember, like, things just getting all weird, and before I moved to Melbourne, like, these rumours were coming out that this person was making up about me and somebody else, and I was like why are you so horrible like again narcissistic energy and I remember the day I was meant to be moving to Melbourne I was just like oh my god I'm so ready to get out of this town but it's funny because like months prior to that I was like would have been considering not moving to Melbourne for this person because I wanted to like create a life with them and they made out these excuses like when you're 18 like we'll see what happens all this bullshit and yeah now I just feel I felt so stupid for that because things change dramatically again he's with somebody else and has a baby as well they always end up just having babies I seriously think my elderly neighbor just threw a computer into their recycling bin and a cord go off go off all right 
Let's move on to the next situationship. I've definitely had like few and far in between. That's probably not the right way to describe it. There's definitely been micro situationships, which I'm sure those people who are prone to situationships will know the micro ones where it's just like, it might just be like a month of like intense talking and then they just vanish and you just forget about them and like I couldn't even tell you their name or who they were or where they're from. So next situationship, obviously I've moved home. I don't really feel like I've been Oh, whoa, oh, <laughs> wow, clearly blocked that one out of my brain, <laughs> oh my god, here I am literally being like, no, actually, maybe that was it, maybe I just haven't actually fallen for somebody since I was 18 or 19, but no, that's not a, that's not a fact, or 20, was I 20, yeah, I was 20, but anyway, a couple of years ago, I probably, like, obviously in between these time, two I'm about to explain, I have had many a time with exploration and specifically some business and pleasure. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm, I've told you guys the Christmas parties, the freaking business and pleasure is just it's just a cliche to me it's very cliche and I'm into it okay I'm into it so we're gonna leave it at that that's something that I still feel like oh too much can't tell you everything maybe one day when I've been handed the mic after a few drinks but it's just too it's too it hits too close like it hits way too close because I think it's because there's parts of the situation that I'm just like, I don't know if that person knows that side of the story. Like only I will ever know the full thing that's happened. And oh, I think I just need a few years, a few more years to go <laughs> to go by. It's like gives me I'm literally getting butterflies now because it was just like very exhilarating. Anyway, this last couple of years I was like working full time you know, I didn't have time for anything or anyone else. I barely had time for myself outside of my full-time job. And then in 2022, I think it was April 2022, I no longer had a full-time job and I was living my gypsy life unemployed before I sort of figured out I was going to turn my side hustle into my full-time business and blah, blah, blah. That was obviously a journey to get to that. So there was a few months there after I, you know, wasn't working and had some freedom. And it was the first time in a long time that I've really felt like I could be open to a relationship because I definitely was very closed off and didn't have time, all that bullshit. And... I met someone really soon actually and it was one of those people that is probably been in front of me for a very very long time and like not like directly in front of me but like there were so many people 
that kept saying to me, including him, I don't know how you don't know me. Like, and I, or like people would say, how do you not know him? Like, you know everyone and like they were from the town I grew up in and like only a few years old, like only maybe three years older than me. And I'm just like, I honest to God do not know. Like I have had my blinkers on obviously. And that's where that whole, what is it? Um, invisible string theory comes in because it's like sometimes that person is right in front of you and has been for years, but you just, your worlds just haven't collided yet. So anyway, I remember meeting this person at a pub that wasn't like our local pub. Like it was closer to where I live now, but not like our hometown. And it was during like our footy netball season which I don't play that anymore, but because it was up near where I live, all my um, friends and like cousins, like they all stay up this way for a particular weekend game when it's like they're versing this away team, which is close to where I am. So we all go and have this night away um, where we like stay at like we either camp or like stay at a motel and go to this pub. And it's always fun. Like we've done that for the last like three years um and even though I don't play I still go with the girls and it's just a wild time it's like iconic so this is the second year we'd done it um and the first year I was mad hungover and I only could drink lemon lime bitters that night like I honestly had spewed all day because I had like a work awards night the night before oh my god that was unhinged in itself that night so anyway, I was hungover that first year, didn't really get to enjoy it. So then the next year was when I was like, I'm going to be in prime, like, you know, prime, in my prime, in my prime. I'm in my prime. I felt good. I looked good. I was free. I remember just being at the footy that day, just feeling so happy, getting to tell people like what I was doing doing and just living my best life and life is good and I remember seeing this guy at the footy and thinking god he looks familiar and I'm pretty sure he had like the team the local team like beanie on and I was just like that's weird like I've never seen him in our hometown before like he must be someone but like he's so familiar but I've never seen him but I've seen him, but I don't know his name. Like it was the weirdest deja vu, I would like to call it, I was having. Anyway, we were just like hanging, watching the footy. And then we went to this, you know, went and checked into our place, was staying that night, went out for dinner and he was out for dinner at this place. But not many of the footballers were like, if any, like hardly any. And he wasn't even with them. He was like with random people that I didn't know. And I was just like, is that that person again? I was just really wigging out. And obviously I didn't say anything to anyone because I didn't know who he was. And I was obviously just like weirdly paying attention to him that day and obviously felt a weird energetic connection. Weird. Anyway, later on in the night, we've gone into like the bar area and we're playing pool, we're having fun, like we'll just blind the girls were on you know it was a wild wild night and he comes down and he starts chatting to my friends and you know when people are just chatting but you sort of don't know like 
who they're chatting to, but you can just kind of join in the conversation with the banter. And I obviously started bantering and then he just like kind of started talking to me. And I was like, oh, he's this really funny, like he is a super funny person and like really friendly and easy to talk to, easy to just like flirt with, whatever. And then his friends who he'd been out for dinner with come down and he goes, oh, let me introduce you to my friends. And he's like, this is such and such, this is such and such. And he goes, and he goes to introduce me and he's like, and this is, and he just looks at me like hesitates. And obviously I'm about to introduce myself because at this point, I don't think this guy knows anything about me. And he goes, and this is Alyssa. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how do you know my name? And he's like, you're, you're, you know, aren't you from, and like says our hometown. I'm just like, well, yeah, but like not anymore. I don't live there anymore. And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. And I was like, oh, okay, fuck. And I'm here like now I'm spiraling because obviously all day I'd been like, that guy's really familiar, but I don't know who he is. And then he goes and he sort of like leans in and whispers to me and he's like, and we've matched on Tinder, but you ghosted me. And I'm just like mortified because I'm like, fuck, this guy, he's familiar. I could not pull a name out of thin air. I couldn't. And I'm usually really good with people and names. So I've just gone, I'm so sorry, but I just don't even know your name. And he's obviously told me his name. And I'm just thinking, I wouldn't have ghosted you, like, if you maybe you just didn't even message me like I seriously do not remember even messaging him on tinder like ah he was pulling fibs surely anyway we laugh it off and we just keep having a good chat and he was sort of just like oh like so why do you live blah blah and like what are you up to and I was obviously asking him like what he does for work all that and you know I was like I was keen. I was definitely feeling like a connection. I was feeling the vibes, like we were talking and getting along. And anyway, he sort of like would be chatting and all flirting. And then he'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to go and do whatever. And like he would go and walk off and like go hang out with his friends. I'm like, oh, okay, weird. And then at one point he's like, oh, I'm going to, like, then he would come back and he'd chat for a bit and then he'd go. Like he was just being a bit weird and like, what the fuck is with this guy? And at one point he's like, I'm going to go get a drink. I'm like, well, can you get me one too? Like, come on. So he got me a drink finally. And then, so at one point I'm walking past and, you know, when I, like you have to squeeze past people. So I've just done the cheeky, like touched him on the arm or on his back or something as I've sort of like walked behind him and like gone to keep walking. And he's grabbed my arm and like pulled me back into him hut and laughing or whatever and then we just I must have said to him like oh do you want to go for a walk so I've gone for a walk um you know I've told my friends like I'm just going down to the beach you know don't worry where I am like call me if you need me and so I've gone down to the beach and we're starting to talk more and like everything is telling me I'm just like everything about you your life where you're from, 
I should know it all, but I just don't. And it just rings a bell, but it just doesn't at the same time. I just felt like there was this, again, it felt weirdly like deja vu, but I just could not put my finger on it. Anyway, we have some fun and the girls call me and they're like, you need to come back to the room. Like we need the key. So I've we've rushed back to the room. We've gone, like we've gone inside. We're just chilling. We ended up having to sleep on the couch. He was meant to be like catching the bus back to town or whatever that night, like the courtesy bus. He stayed the night with us because the bus is gone. The pub's closed, whatever. The next morning we get up, we go and watch the sunrise. Cute. I literally spew when we're going, when we're out for a morning walk. Hot. Love that for me. Um, and we've just like had such like really beautiful conversations and obviously been really vulnerable with each other. And I felt like, yeah, it was the first time I'd felt cracked open with somebody in a really long time and I could be really, really vulnerable. But at the same time, I just felt like there was so much rawness in what had just happened in my life that I couldn't explain that emotion to him for him to actually understand or care enough to realize how much it was like still kind of affecting me and that was probably the one thing I felt like I really needed in that relationship was like I need to tell you everything that's just happened in my life because you've just missed it but I guess that looking back that was the beauty of it like if I was meant to have met him before everything happened, I would have. And the fact that he came in just afterwards is because that's when he was meant to. And he was just meant to be there for that next chapter. And it was just something I couldn't overcome. And I felt like a lot of the time, like obviously, sorry, we've continued to talk and like we've caught up a few times. And I've stayed at his house a few times and whatever. But it's always been like after drinking and like classic, like cliche, classic, like nothing. We did have like a dinner one night with friends, like a double date. But again, it didn't, it was never really anything more. But I had really intense feelings for him, really intense. And I think it was because I was really clinging on to him for emotional support because I really needed that. I was open to like, having fun and having this like fun time with somebody and just exploring whatever it was to him obviously at the time he just wanted something casual and I wasn't his only option as it goes but for me I was like really needing that emotional support and eventually like he sort of like was going drifting back and forth with me like he went away for a bit and then Every time we like sort of saw each other, I was like, oh, like I literally feel like things are really good and then they're not and then things are good and then they're not. Again, I was just like, what is going on? Why are these Aquarius men like this to me? Anyway, eventually one night I'm out and I text him to come get me because I'm just like, I really needed a ride home. And he was like, I really shouldn't like I'm really unwell like I haven't been you know out for ages I'm really unwell and like he had literally been like had the flu or something it was back when the flu was like hit really hardcore and 
anyway, he's like, he finally came and picked me up and he was so angry, so angry at me this night. And I just think it was because I was so drunk and he was just like, had, he's like, well, I was obviously going to come get you, wasn't I? Like, I'm not going to just leave you there. So anyway, again, me being a pick me girl, but still bare minimum shit. And he was just being rude. So he took me home. Like, again, I was like being silly. So he had to like come around and like get me out of the car. And then we just talked outside for ages because obviously I was like, why are you being like this? You know what? Like you need to just be honest with me because I don't care having those hard conversations. Like I want them, I want those conversations to happen so that I can hear the hard truth. I hate people lying to me. So we had this very hard conversation and it was like a breakup, but it wasn't a breakup. And he basically told me that I'm like, we're very different, which we were. We come from very different worlds and have very different family lives and different outlooks on life and very different jobs. And I felt like for a long time, he definitely had hesitancies towards what I did for work and just, I don't know, just didn't have full respect for me for what I did, which sucked. Like I just never felt fully supported. And this was at the beginning of me like starting my business and everything. So I needed someone to be like, you go girl, you're doing big things. And like he definitely seemed interested, but at the same time I could just, I felt the energy was weird. And then he um, just like, obviously this night started being a bit more honest. He's like, I'm kind of, seeing somebody else and I was like okay um all right I didn't realize that's what was happening and yeah he's just like I just don't see this with you I don't see a future I don't see this becoming a relationship and I'm sorry if that's what you feel like I know I'm an asshole all that shit and I'm just like well I just have felt completely the opposite like I felt like for someone who clearly didn't want anything like that had actions were very different even though I've told you all the negative shit like there's always the positive shit but obviously now looking back we can see the negative shit the red flags and I remember just bawling my eyes out to him and being like you know oh just saw lightning um, yeah, like, okay, this is really what's happening. And it was really heartbreaking. Like, I really liked this guy. I really, really did. And there was obviously a more energetic connection there for me than like what we talked about and like the things we did, like whenever I was with him and like physically, I felt really safe and I felt really calm. I felt really protected by him. And like, quote unquote, I felt really loved by him, which sounds weird because I'm now being like, oh, he was so scary to me this night. He was such a dick, whatever. But he's like, this person, if you know him, would not hurt a fly. Like he's honestly the most gentle human being ever. He's like a gentle giant, if you know what I mean. Um, He obviously just can be quite narcissistic in a way. Not really, but a little bit. 
And so things ended this particular night and I was so heartbroken. Like I was distraught, absolutely devastated. I remember like, you know, when you cry and like your heart physically hurts, I honestly said to him, like, I feel like you're literally breaking up to me and we haven't even been in a relationship. It was sad. It was sad, but it was kind of good at the same time because it was honest and we'll open and we could be like, all right, this is it then. No more communication. So that's that. Went our separate ways and I really took it in my stride to focus on starting my business because that's exactly the revenge I had planned. Was like, If you find what I do for work like weird or you don't support it, I'm going to make this successful and you're going to have to just sit there and watch me. And it was like, that was the boss revenge I wanted to do. Like it wasn't the hair color change, although I did dye my hair black. And then I didn't like go like full Fitzbo because didn't have time for that. I was like, I'm going to be successful and you're just going to have to watch me. And that's when I always say success is the best, best revenge. And you're going to run into them later So like at least give them something to like, you know, at least have something to freaking talk about when they say, oh my God, how have you been? You don't want them to think that you just have spent months and months crying over them. You've fucking built your empire and they've probably been watching from the sidelines. So I gave it my all. I started my website. I put myself out there. Bang. Here we are. Like fast forward, like nearly two years later. I, I know deep down, looking back on that situation, there was there was 100% mutual feelings. It just blows my mind that it was just not, like he just tried to deny it all, a lot of the time. So I guess there's situationships that we go through like that in life that we're going to leave feeling very confused from because it's like I can see when someone has toxic traits and patterns and of course there was definitely some toxic parts in that situationship, not denying that. But there was a lot of like love there and I'm just like, what the fuck? Anyway, moving on from that, again, I just had a lot of time to reflect and be like, whoa, like you have to be so in tune when you're getting yourself into situations because whilst someone can like give you so many signs that they are interested in you, they can still sometimes be like, well, I'm not. And I'm just like what the fuck then so since then I've been really kind of not off dating or whatever but I just really am considerate of who I actually give myself energy to because it can be a real waste of an energy exchange if that's what you get out of it but again it was a really good learning opportunity for me and I felt like I developed a heap as a person and did not let him ever hold me back from like wanting to pursue the life I wanted to live and I'm really proud of where I am now and I know that I want someone who supports what I do and supports my business and it's going to hype me up and like love me unconditionally and love me for who I am and not say I'm too much if they think you're too much they can go find less somewhere else so that's all I ever have taken out of that situation And I think at the end of the day, you always have to look back and you can't, as horrible as someone might have been to you, 
obviously there's extremes and if they have done the extreme then of course fuck that is awful but when there's been like quite a mutual feeling connection it's ended quite honestly then you can't help but just feel like okay I have love for that person I always will and like say love you know we carry on the world keeps spinning <laughs> spinning and you just you grow up a whole heap when you go through things like that and the same goes when people have gone through relationships and especially I feel like more so long-term relationships and they will look back and think wow did I just waste like you know five years of my life to then break up with that person who I thought I was going to be with forever and you can't ever think that you've wasted time on a person whether it be for five days five months or five years like it's never been a waste like that that person has literally come into your life for a reason a lesson a season or they're there for your lifetime like we just have to understand that and accept that and you have learned you've grown you've developed you've done things in life because of that person they've helped create who you are they've helped build you you have to realize that as well without them and the experience we've had with them we wouldn't be who we are and I think that's a really beautiful thing that you can take away from difficult relationships and things that haven't worked out is that there's still always going to be a positive way to look at it and if you take anything from today's episode it's to not date an Aquarius man (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding just must be like my birth chart and isn't in alignment with them but I still seem to attract them somehow or another I think my astrologist Gabrielle said it's because they're trying to push me into my feminine energy so I'm still working on that but you guys know I hustle hard so it's hard to be in my fem n but we're working on it anyway that was a little bit of a weird gossip sesh today filling you in on two major situationships in my life that I can reflect on now happily and would never fall back into so it's good we good well they're both in relationships so it's fine and now we just look forward to the future and the opportunities that we have coming my mantra for the week has been trust what's coming and I think that's such a cool analogy because it's exciting there's so many people that you have not met in your life that are going to love you and that you're going to get huge opportunities given to you from them there's just so much coming for you you know like life isn't doesn't end here like at the end of a breakup or at the end of a relationship or at the end of a job like there is still so much coming for you and you've got to trust that and you've got to be open to receiving it